Hello, In the Atelier listeners. I'm Amy. And I'm Erin. We're the broads behind Broads and Books, a podcast we know you're going to love. We're a book podcast, a funny podcast. We make you think, laugh, and find your next great read. Every week we choose a theme, cults, scandals, girls gone wild, you get it. Then we give you books and pop culture based on that theme. Along the way, we're sharing embarrassing stories, weird business ideas, and so much more. We also have special bonus episodes where we talk to our favorite authors about the books they love. So head to broadsandbooks.com to listen and learn more. And happy reading. Hi, this is M. Allen Cunningham. I'm an author, publisher, and teacher in Portland, Oregon, and you're in the atelier. In the Atelier is a place for occasional thoughts on literature, writing, the life of the imagination. Come on in. I'm glad you're here. Today's installment, Getting in the Creative Habit. Books in the creativity-slash-inspiration genre can be problematic. At one extreme, creativity manuals can tend toward cheery but chicken-soup-style platitudes, and at the other extreme, they can deal sometimes in falsely authoritative or unhelpful advice. To my tastes, the most useful and invigorating compendium for artists and creatives would instruct but never pander, inspire but never coddle. I'd prefer confessional and therefore comforting bluntness like Annie Dillard's in The Writing Life, where she writes, quote, I do not so much write a book as sit up with it, as with a dying friend. During visiting hours I enter its room with dread and sympathy for its many disorders. I hold its hand and hope it will get better." Unquote. I'd mix this with the high incitements of Thoreau's Walden. Quote, will you be a reader, a student merely, or a seer? Read your fate, see what is before you, and walk on into futurity. Unquote. And then I'd toss in some Henry James. Quote, Try to be one of the people on whom nothing is lost. Unquote. And for sure, I'd add a bit of Rilke. Quote, we have no reason to harbor any mistrust against our world, for it is not against us. If there are dangers, we must try to love them. Unquote. And to my tastes, with a mixture like that, we'd be closer to the mark. Some years ago, I was delighted to discover, belatedly, the creative habit renowned choreographer Twyla Tharp's professed practical guide to jumpstarting and maintaining creativity. With its storied insights, prodigious good sense, razor wit, and occasional exalted utterance, the creative habit embodies my elusive ideal in many ways. The essential basis of the book is Tharp's following assertion, quote, In order to be creative, you have to know how to prepare to be creative. Unquote. The de-romanticism here is potentially helpful in itself. 
Other books of the genre have also labored to strip away the highfalutin hang-ups that encumber creative flow. For example, that inner voice that says, It's gotta spring perfect from the soul, or I've gotta feel the thunderbolt of inspiration. But too often these same books go a bit too far and just end up sounding purely utilitarian or mercenary. creative person, meanwhile, tends to fancy herself more practitioner than professional, more artist than industrialist. She needs to preserve the sanctity in her dedication, or it's all for naught. And Tharp's graceful style in The Creative Habit, which is co-written by Mark Ryder, serves artist and practitioner well, striking just the right balance between the necessarily stern pragmatism of a creative coach and the knowing sensitivity, even near religiousness, of a dancer. Quote, There's a difference between a work's beginning and starting to work. Unquote. Now, there's a truth that's blunt, affirmative, semi-mystical, and indispensably useful all at once. And throughout these pages, Tharp forgoes pandering, like when she obliterates one of the most common excuses made by would-be creatives who balk at beginning. Quote, Someone has done it before? Honey, it's all been done before. Nothing's really original, not Homer or Shakespeare, and certainly not you. Get over yourself. Unquote. Tharp doesn't coddle. She goads the reader to get down to work, not by appeasing some finicky inspiration membrane, but more simply by cutting out distractions, building a tolerance for solitude, and learning to recognize the creative boon of limited resources. Quote, No deprivation, no inspiration. Whom the gods wish to destroy, they give unlimited resources. Unquote. But I don't want to make this book sound like a scourge, because beyond these cold water splashes, the creative habit is that thing most precious and rare to its genre, a perennial resource replete with dependable, practicable exercises. Each chapter's impressive melange of philosophy, historical anecdote, personal biography, analogy, and secrets shared is followed by a mini-workbook mindfully designed to help one hone a skill, harness a memory, awaken ideas, or escape from a rut. In these exercises, and in its overall scope, the creative habit is overwhelmingly enlivening. Quote, Creativity is an act of defiance. You're challenging the status quo. You're questioning accepted truths and principles. You're asking three universal questions that mock conventional wisdom. Why do I have to obey the rules? Why can't I be different? Why can't I do it my way? Unquote. For those who have yet to begin, Tharp may help get you started. For those already underway, she will supply counsel in spades. Either way, the creative habit is a treasure for creative thinkers looking to make the long haul. 
turning dreams into reality In the lab with the formula and chemistry The memories spark and motivate And make the industry shake We put the bars in the place I'm talking one in the Atelier is produced by Atelier 26 Books. For more information, visit Atelier26Books.com. I'm M. Allen Cunningham. Thanks for listening. So long for now. Yeah, it's one on one shot, not a future